there's a lot of people preaching like like care for people hone in your client experience but all the words out there are what's your, like what's the most creative shot most epic grand shot um best storytelling shot which is all great and that's something we all strive to deliver but i think there's so much more to, to photographers that needs to be recognized and we're hoping to do that Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Today I have a full house for you. The team from Elevate Photo Awards is joining me to talk about how you can elevate your client experience and why that is so important. We also talk about the Elevate Photo Awards and how they are different than awarding just the technical side of photography, but how they are focusing on the whole experience that your clients have too. The team is Stephen Lowe, Tanya Parada, and Darian Chu, so let's go. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Um, we've got we've got a fun uh, full house tonight. Um, I've got the uh, the Elevate Awards team with me. I got Stephen Lowe, and I got Darian Chu, and I got Tanya Parada with me. Um, and then of course there's me, John Mansfield, your host. Um, and yeah, we're we're talking about. Um, I mean, we're going to be talking about the Elevate Awards and uh, and what that is, their whole team and group and. Um, and just how how different it is than the the regular kind of awards that you you may have seen for wedding photography in the past, um, mm-hmm. and then we're also going to be talking about client experience, which is a big part of the the Elevate Awards. So, hello, welcome everyone. Howdy, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. Much. Yeah. Nice to finally meet you, John. Heard a lot I know. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you too. It's good to like see you face to face other than like, you know, Instagram. Um, yeah. But um, okay. So let's go kind of like round table here just to, to introduce our voices uh, for those listening later on mm-hmm. on the podcast. And if you're listening later on in the podcast, we do record all of these live on Facebook, so you can see all of our faces, and you can see the many hats worn uh, by everyone except for me. I missed the memo for wearing a hat tonight, um, but uh, but yeah, um, okay. So let's just start. I'm just going to start at the top of my screen. So Stephen, um, just kind of give me a little a little uh, background info about you. Where are you based? I know we have almost all of the uh, the U.S time zones represented right. tonight yeah uh except darian and i are both central that's right i'm on eastern time zone i'm stephen Lowe. i'm based in columbus ohio i've um, been here for quite some time um yeah what i guess what else what else do you yeah what intro wise yeah this, what this do you my voice uh yeah this is your voice so so uh everyone whenever you hear this voice that's steven um what do you what do you mainly photograph what do you enjoy photographing maybe how long have you been a photographer little yeah great question so um i mainly do weddings right now i do a bit of commercial uh stuff on the side um i love just traveling so 
I always have my camera with me for, you know, going out West, traveling across countries, living abroad, all that. Like I have my camera with me. Um, so I love landscapes, just adventure, astrophotography. Like I love dabbling. Um, and as far as how long I have been a photographer, I've always had a camera, like as young as I can remember. Mm -hmm. um, but professionally, I would say since like first paid gig was probably 2012. So almost coming up on a yeah. decade now. Coming up on yeah. a decade. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome i feel like half of us who are like professional photographers who have been in the game for a bit were either we were like born with a camera and just like always had one as a kid or it was like later later in life like yeah i just like kind of fell into it in college mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and i'm the same like with you i've pretty much always had a camera i was always interested as a kid yeah um and then never thought that I could turn it into a career. It was never even an option. I didn't know any photographers. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, people will pay me to do this? Okay, cool. That's uh, right, yeah. That's that's one of the greatest discovery. People pay you for your work. You're like, oh, that's, that's a pl pleasant thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you do mostly um, like weddings around the, the Ohio area? Great question. I am all over the place this year. Um, ever yeah. since uh, the great pandemic, I've kind of been scattered. Uh, most of my clients come from referrals and I end up, uh, I'm in Texas like once or twice a year at this point. Um, trying to steal on our market, John. Just I kidding. know. Yeah. Get out of here, Steven. <laughs> it's a big enough market. Texas, we love Texas you. We love big you enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm all over the place these days. I would say maybe 25% in Ohio, um, then just kind of Pittsburgh, Indiana, Texas. Nice. Texas is its own country. So I feel like that's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the Texans also agree that Texas is its own country <laughs> sometimes. That's true. But that's cool. I love, uh, you mentioned Pittsburgh. I've done a couple of Pittsburgh mm. weddings and I just, oh, it's gorgeous. I love it. It's all the, just the history there. Mm -hmm. There's, I always forget the name of it and I should probably look it up. I was just telling someone about this brewery the other day, but it's like in an old church and it's just like stained glass everywhere. And then Ooh. you can just order a beer and like they have, people singing like they had a choir there singing up on stage while I was there. I was like, this is cool. This is very Pretty amazing. And maybe sacrilegious. I don't know, but it was, <laughs> it was fun, but okay. Awesome. Cool. Steven, we got you in Ohio. Tanya, where are you based? Uh, hey guys, I'm based out of, I'm on the West coast. So Los Angeles, um, Santa Monica area, and mainly shooting weddings. I, I've really been enjoying doing like family sessions as well, but, um, a lot of maternity stuff like COVID is producing a ton of the next generation. <laughs> what is it? Z plus one. What is the new acronym? Like, what's it going to be the new acronym? Um, Al but alpha, is that it? Alpha. I think I think I heard that That's it was such a like cool Gen, name. Gen so Alpha that or something. would explain a lot about my daughter. Personality-wise, <laughs> she's a COVID baby, so now I understand. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so I mainly do I mainly do weddings, um, but I I I kind of enjoy all aspects of photography. Um, 
when I see landscape photography, I immediately want to put a couple in there. So that's kind of how I knew that my leaning was towards portrait photography. Um, but kind of, yeah, just been in it since, um, I was 15. My grandpa gave me <clears throat> my first like Leica film camera. Nice. And, um, then I, you know, got my first paid wedding in 2007. Um, but I didn't really start becoming full-time until about four years ago. So I've been second shooting a lot, um, and just uh, moving around a lot. I was based up in Washington state and now married my husband and live in California. So that's kind of the backstory. I've been moving around quite a bit, but here we nice. are and super excited to be part of this awesome team. Um, yeah. and yeah, so that's about it. What do I, I love cool. coffee and cocktails. That's like my thing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What's your, what's your go-to cocktail? If you're just like at a new place or whatever, just chilling with some people. Like what's a good one to base the restaurant off? Like if they get it right, then they're, they're solid. Yeah. I would say probably either a Sazerac or I would say like a good proper corpse reviver would be my, or like a martini. I don't know. Okay. It, yeah. It kind of depends on the mood, I guess. Yeah. 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 I guess that's, that's probably the same for me too. Um, I'm usually whiskey or bourbon or something yeah. based uh, so yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Awesome. Well, and, uh, and then of course we have Darian, uh, coming back to the podcast, uh, yes. you had your own solo episode, um, last year, probably almost about a year ago. I think uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like, uh, late summer of 2020. Um, but yeah. So, so Darian, give us a little, little background info, uh, for anyone who, uh, maybe hasn't listened that far back in the archives yet. Um, or, you know, if, if things have changed, let us know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. So, um, yeah, I'm Darian and, um, I have been a photographer. I was just doing the quick math in my head here a second ago, <laughs> cause I, I never really keep track, but I feel like I've been saying I've been doing this for five years for like the last two years. So I think I'm at seven now. If the math adds up, right. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I've been a photographer about seven years now. Uh, I didn't, I didn't start in like the portrait or wedding space. Um, I was, I, um, kind of originally from the Pacific Northwest out in the Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, Washington area. And, um, you know, out there it's like super, super nice and natural and green and sometimes gray, but it's very pretty, lots yes. of natural landscapes and stuff. Right. And I think, uh, the last podcast, if you guys haven't listened to it, we were talking about the transition and how I moved to Dallas, uh, a couple years ago now. Um, but, but yeah, I started off doing like like actually, believe it or not, automotive photography, motorsports photography out there with the, the local racetrack. And, um, you know, also couldn't help just getting into landscapes um, with all the beauty of the Northwest out there and all the hikes right. and beaches and whatnot. Um, and really only been doing weddings for the past handful of years, uh, four now, almost, almost maybe. Nice. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, you know, ever since... I figured out that I can put a couple inside of a gorgeous landscape. I was like, well, this adds just so much more emotion and so much more energy. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's a different kind of art. You know what I mean? That has, has more life to it. Um, and so uh, that's kind of the, something that got me into weddings. Um, and I've been kind of doing that ever since. Nice. Yeah. I love it. 
I love it. I love the um, kind of like taking from other genres of photography and incorporating that mm-hmm. into weddings because um, we're all primarily wedding photographers. Um, and because uh, I like, I loved, I mean, I still love uh, landscape photography and taking that into wedding photography. I'm like, anytime that I can get the couple in the scenery of wherever they're getting married, or if we're doing like some cool location for an engagement shoot or something and be able to incorporate them in a way that's not just like stick figures standing Mm -hmm. there awkwardly. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. And like, your automotive photography. I definitely see that coming through your photos. Um, cause there's like that one, it was like the banner, like the hero image on your website for a while of like, is like, I think a red car or something. Oh, it was the new mini, mini Cooper. Cooper. The new mini Cooper is like <laughs> topless and just are top down. Uh, I don't know if the cars are topless doesn't sound right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was like motion blur behind. I was like, that is a dope photo. Um, so <laughs> thanks so man. on that one. Um, and I probably told you that last time too, cause it's, it's great. Um, okay, cool. I know, uh, we've got a lot to talk about in, uh, in this episode and a lot of people. So, um, kind of like a real quick question. Cause I just love this. And I feel like it gives so much like little, little bonus nuggets, uh, for each episode. Um, but let's just kind of go around the circle real quick. What is one piece of advice or something that you have learned in your business um, that has either changed the way that you look at business or just like your general outlook on life? And we can just like popcorn around whoever wants to go first. Or I can, I can go call first. on people. Okay, cool. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I'll volunteer as a tribute. No, um, but if I can, came to my mind is you can't change the past. Um, Mm -hmm. as simple as that is whether you, uh, regret something or some, somebody wronged you or whatnot, um, all we get to do is move forward and we get, um, get to determine what that looks like. Um, it ends up, um, it is a lot of responsibility that you end up putting on yourself, um, thinking this way and not, I'm not saying that the, you can't like, you are the product of your past. I'm just saying you get to react in a way um, where I feel like can put you forward um, in a form of momentum, learn from it, grow from it, um, and try to live without more regret. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I love that. I think that's, I think a lot of times we often look back at our past and like regret things or just like, oh man, if I had only done this, because um, mm-hmm. I, I used to do that looking at like the first couple of years of business, just like, yeah. oh man, if I had if I had known that there was like photography education out there, I could have like <laughs> elevated, uh, my, my work so much earlier than waiting five years. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Tanya, you want to go next? Yeah. I like how you, uh, inserted elevate very naturally into that. That yeah. was, <laughs> I we, we see you. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I think that I, the, the, the way that, I've learned a lot is just from so many other photographers, whether that's been workshops or people I've second shot with. Um, and I think that that's something that was really fortunate from the get go to just work with a ton of different photographers from different background styles all around the world. Um, and that really, really impressed a lot on, on shaping kind of my style, because when I'd shoot, I'd see 
what felt right, what didn't feel right. Um, but something that the last couple of years that's really made me kind of push forward, I want to say, um, is, is a quote that I heard on a Rob Dial podcast um, that is, you know, ready, fire, aim. And I have always struggled with overthinking things to the point where it paralyzes me from action. So now anytime I start feeling that anxiety start kind of creeping up, I repeat those words in my head. And then within those first five seconds, I'm, I try to make a decision on what I'm going to do and then just go because there's never going to be a right time for anything, whether that means starting photography um, starting a business or getting out of the business, trying something else, there's never going to be the perfect time. So that's my biggest, biggest, I guess, philosophical. Thing. Oh yeah. No, I love that. Cause it's, it's like that whole perfectionism thing. Like there's never going to be, like you said, never a perfect time to go full-time. There's never a perfect time to start a business and you're never going to do anything perfectly. Um, and I'm, I, I was, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Um, definitely not anymore. It's like more, you know, done is better than perfect and, Mm -hmm. you know, ready fire. And then once you've seen where, where it's going, you can then aim and be like, Ooh, I missed the mark just a little bit. I still did. Okay. But let me, let me adjust this for next time. Um, and I think that's so good to just like, put yourself out there. And something that's just kind of been on my mind lately is like Instagram reels and everything. And so many people are just like terrified of reels. And I was too. And then, uh, one of our uh, recent guests, uh, uh, Fusa Rias was just like, I challenge you to do like a new reel every week. And I've been for the most part, like one, one reel a week. And now it's just like, I've got all these ideas and I'm like, Oh yeah, this isn't as bad. Um, but definitely once you get out there and start doing things, that perfectionism starts to, to wane a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that. Darian, what about you? Yeah. Um, so I don't remember exactly where or from who I had this sort of, um, what would you call it? Like light bulb moment. But like, mm-hmm. um, there was a point in my business where I realized that it was better just shift my focus from like, like the, the strict, like by the book business and like the strategies and tactics and everything and focus just on like people being good to people, building yeah. great relationships with people. Um, and it's something that, you know, I found not just doesn't, doesn't just help you or help me, um, build better business relationships, better leads or better, you know, client relationships, whatever that may look like, but it also just makes me happier. Like when I feel like I'm doing the right thing because it's for the betterment of the people I'm working with, um, or just, you know, even in a non work environment. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I kind of believe in in a sense of karma and it does you well to do well by others, um, in life and business. And, um, you know, I think a lot of learning can happen from that, right. When you run into the right people, you give value and you have the the opportunity to receive value back. Like, um, I've just been finding that like weddings go much so, so much smoother when 
I'm not a hundred percent. Like, I mean, obviously I, I want to get great photographs and, and the most epic shots that I can. Right. Um, but sometimes it helps when the people that are part of that trust you and like have that relationship with you where it's like, yeah, let's do this thing. And they have the excitement, the same level of excitement that you do. Yeah. It's kind of people over, you know, um, everything. Yeah. Every, everything else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I saw a t-shirt recently that said people over profits and Mm. I was like, I love that. Uh, cause it does like, it changes your whole business when you go from, um, just trying to make money or like trying to do things by the book, uh, Mm. to caring about people, um, especially in photography, just trying to meet them where they are and, and really see them as, who they are so that you can photograph them well, whether it's portraits or weddings, or even uh, like with branding photography, like listening to what is this brand? Mm -hmm. Like if this is a can of beans, like what do these beans mean? Um, And like learning about the company and all that, instead of just like, "Eh, I'm just going to, you know, do whatever, uh, make, make the photos look good. So I like that. Uh, and we can, I mean, we could do like individual podcasts on all of those, but we do not have five hours to talk tonight. Hey, John, you got a sec? Yeah. Friend with the same exact voice as mine. What's up? Do you enjoy going to the post office? You know, I really don't. Those long lines and maybe there's that little like kiosk thing that works sometimes, but the postage doesn't always print and then you have to wait in the long line anyway. So yeah, no. Why do you ask? Well, I think that ShipStation would be perfect for you. ShipStation is a web-based shipping and order management software that makes shipping products so much easier. You can set up automations for your e-commerce site to print postage directly from home automatically. Seriously, it has been a game changer for me and my business. You can easily print and purchase postage directly from your computer right at home or wherever your computer is, and you can get those packages out to your valued clients quicker and with less hassle than traditional shipping methods. That's cool. All right, you got me. How do I sign up? You can sign up for a free 60-day trial at lightdarkco.com slash shipstation. That's lightdarkco.com slash ship station and i'll see you anywhere but the post office cool thanks friend and by the way love your voice thanks so i want to talk uh, about the elevate awards and all of that y'all are doing over there could y'all go into a little background of um of of what elevate awards is Absolutely. Um, so like in short, like we're a community dedicated to recognizing, educating and awarding photographers for all that we are. And I say all that we are because um, as photographers, we do more than just, you know, point a camera and click. Uh, like we're more than just actual photographers. Like we, we run a business, we do so much and we get to have the group, like such great impact in the lives of people. Um, and we want to be recognized for that. We want to encourage more of that. Just like Darren was talking about, like when it's people over process, like you get to change lives. Um, and I think that's something that we get really, really excited about. And on top of that, um, just currently in the industry, like there's a lot of people preaching, like 
like care for people, hone in your client experience, but all the words out there are, what's your, like, what's the most creative shot, most epic, grand shot, uh, best storytelling shot, which is all great. And that's something we all strive to deliver. But I think there's so much more to do photographers that needs to be recognized. And we're hoping to do that. Yeah. Yep. I love that. Like you're, you're talking and like the three of us, we're just like nodding our heads along. It's <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. And I, uh, like one of the reasons that I wanted to have you all on the podcast was because I, I resonate so much with, um, with, with these, I don't know, just focusing on more than just the, the technicality of the mm-hmm. photos. Um, cause that's, what's kind of stopped me from, submitting to other uh awards in the past is like like what is this going to benefit my my couples like if i have these awards sure they might be like oh okay award-winning photographer that's cool um you know you know what you're doing but they can also look at my photos and be like he knows what he's doing um but um but like yeah that like what you were talking about that um kind of back end of the the business and, and less about the, the photo and like the, the epic scenery or, you know, mm-hmm. using like five different reflections to get everyone in the room in the same frame. Um, and that kind of technical stuff and more of the client experience and what you're, uh, what you're actually capturing, like what you're there to do is absolutely is, like photograph those moments and, uh, and how that's coming through. I'd, I love that and and how different that is. So where um just kind of a little background, like where did even that idea of of these awards come from? Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because you're talking about your um the reason why you've been hesitant to want to like um submit to contests in the past, right? Because mm-hmm. like that's kind of something that I was starting to feel too. Um in a similar way, like I've entered like a crap ton of different contests from different companies, different organizations. And, and I kept winning these like different awards for these images and stuff. And some, some awards I would win over and over again for certain, <laughs> the same images. And then uh-huh. over time, or it's weird how, like, for me, the more images that I started to win awards for the less these awards started to actually mean to me. And it's such a strange phenomena I felt in my, in, in my mind, in my heart. And it was just like, why does this feel this way? You know? Um, and I think one is because like, well, obviously, yeah. Like I wanted to seek a certain, a certain type of recognition uh, amongst mm-hmm. other photographers, you know, to show like, I know what I'm doing, but you know, it's a big part of it was I want something that my couples can be proud of and, and have like more, um, um, assurance, more peace of mind, knowing that I'm going to be, you know, the right photographer for them. And I just stopped feeling like those awards were kind of doing that for me, you know, um, when it was just the same thing over and over again, and it just felt like something was missing. Right. And so I started to think, well, what else do like clients, what else do potential, like people going into, um, a wedding process value. And, and like, it's funny cause I actually did a survey and, um, and I, I surveyed like a handful of a big handful of engaged and previously, previously engaged couples. And I asked them this question. I was like, I asked them if a photographer were to receive 
uh, or the question went, what would influence your decision in hiring a wedding photographer more than the other? A, that a photographer receives an award for an outstanding image they took, or B, the photographer won an award for great client experience they delivered. And 80% responded B, that the client experience was so much more important to them. And wow. it kind of, it's something that is like, oh, well, duh. Like every, half the people added to the to that and said, well, like if they provide a great client experience and I'm comfortable with them, obviously that's going to make my photographs look and feel better. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, and at the end of the day, like their wedding isn't all about the photography. It's not all about the the epic photos as as, as much as sometimes I, we like. To- I know, yeah, <laughs> we we forget that sometimes. It's like, oh wait, yeah, there are other aspects than just photography exactly. going on. Yeah, and that's the thing. We as photographers have the opportunity to provide so much more value than just epic photographs and epic art. And I think a lot of couples realize that. You know, as being one of the vendors that's sticking around with them the entire day. Um, walking them through <laughs> being kind of maybe almost sometimes uh, a therapist through the stress of, of that, you know, chaos. And, um, and it's not just creating art. And I think there's more than the photographs than, than that couples realize uh, that couples appreciate. And we want to, we decided that we want to encourage that. We want to elevate the industry pun 100% intended. Um, <laughs> but we want to elevate the industry and showcase photographers um, for everything that we are kind of like Steven was talking about there. And thus, you know, the thought of elevate came up and uh, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's great. Cause I, I feel like we were as an industry kind of getting away from the couples um, and our clients and getting more into like, okay, at this wedding, like I even did this, like I would write down, I used to have like index cards of, I want to get this shot. I want to set up this one. I want to do this. Like, you know, uh, they're going to have a fire pit. I want to like shoot through the fire and get the flames like wrapped around the couple and like all these like technical things that are like epic photos. And like, if it, if it happens, it happens, that's cool. But I was like forcing stuff into being and taking couples out of the reception for like 15 minutes just to get one shot that didn't really like there was no emotion in it because they were just sitting there i'm like okay yeah just another like five minutes it's cool um but yeah it was it was taking the focus off of them and their wedding and more of i'm doing this for me i want to get these three photos at their wedding and then you know i'll do the other stuff for them um, so I love that, that y'all also saw that in, in the industry and was like, mm-hmm. how can we really, um, take this client experience and something that would be beneficial for someone who's looking for a photographer? Uh, cause if you have a bunch of like little badges on your website of different things, and one of them is like amazing client experience, like, oh, well, yeah, duh, I'm gonna, that that's going to catch, catch the, the couple's eye. Um, that they're going to want to, you know, click on that, see what that is, whatever, inquire a little bit more, or that might make you stand out more than 
someone who's been featured on, you know, an Instagram post. Like I used to shoot, I wanted to get featured on Dirty Boots Messy Hair. Like that was a goal. I had it in my like 2018 goals and uh, it didn't happen. And, uh, and it, it was, it was fine, but I, I shot a few engagement sessions strictly for getting featured on an Instagram, uh, that none of my couples really followed. It's just a bunch <laughs> of other photographers. That's right. Well, I want, I do want to point out while we were talking about all this, like epic shots shooting for the, for the photograph itself, I uh-huh. think we do have to remember that some clients see your work, recognize that and want that specifically. And this is where like that client experience actually comes in, where you get to talk Mm -hmm. to them, ask them questions and listen. If that's something they want, great. Like visions align, you can make magic together. If not, I would say, I think it's the role of the photographer to like essentially humble ourselves to be like, oh, this is your day. It's not for me. I'm here Uh for you. And kind of ask like, what do they want? Um, And sometimes it's not the greatest, like what we as, I guess, photographers think as like the most epic, dramatic, perfect photography wedding, weddings. But it is perfect for them because it is their wedding. You're there to support them. Um, That's Mm -hmm. your client experience. Like that talk kind of comes in and we get to actually listen and just navigate this day together right you can't just um force your mold onto somebody and you can't expect them to always fit into yours but it's just like there's wiggle room to negotiate and i think that's such a beautiful thing that we get to do as photographers to make sure yeah we and our clients are on the same page yes yeah i love that so for for the photographers who are going to like submit to elevate awards and all that what are what's y'all's hope for for those photographers, like for their businesses, for their lives, their mindset of going into the next wedding, um, not like shooting for an, an elevate award, but, um, but like, what, what are you wanting to change in their lives and businesses moving forward that the elevate awards can kind of, can help do in their lives? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. And I think, you know, we, we, at least between us three, like we, keep saying this word like holistic. We want to create holistic awards. We want us as photographers to become more holistically like integrated and, and um, just holistically balanced with everything that we do in our business. Right. So like improving our client experience is one of those things. Uh, Improving our art is one of those things. Uh, Having better artwork and graphic uh, and like album design. That's another thing, you know, like, being more well-rounded, being more, um, uh, better just at various different parts of our business overall to elevate the industry on more than just a level of, of images. Right. Cause I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, while there, there's a great place for that in the industry, um, we, we want our couples or we want our, our, our photographers, the elevate photographers to, um, learn to, just be better at loving and, and serving couples in the way that is best for, for them and their wedding days. Um, and I, I guess that kind of sums it up. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're, yeah. we're also doing like, in addition to like awards and stuff, in our Facebook group, we have uh, weekly, weekly educational content and stuff too. Like uh, I love that we're talking about client experience right now. Cause that's, that's been our theme this month too. Uh, we'll be talking about like, 
uh, various topics like second shooting, how that works, works with like being a second shooter or managing second shooters. Yeah. Um, and so there's all sorts of different types of topics and everything under the sun that we, we hope to, um, bring to photographers in that way. Yeah. yeah. I think on, on that point, like, like as photographers, we want to grow holistically, but from an external source, I think ultimately we want brides to th- expect more from the photographers. It's like mm-hmm. a huge thing. We're like, you don't want just somebody to show up and take photos. You, I feel like I want my clients, future clients to desire something of me, um, like to not just obviously take great photos. I feel like at this point, the barrier to entry is so low that that's a given, but like I want them to want more and I'm like, I'm here for it. Like, I want to be that person for you. I want to be able to, you know, uh, provide well or provide like long, like provide a perspective for you. Um, and I feel like that's something big picture industry wise that we get to change, not just like within our industry, but how our potential clients view our industry. Yeah. Oh, I love that. As I feel like there's a, a big shift in the industry right now. Um, that's like kind of happened in the last few years where it's gone more from wedding photographers, just being someone who shows up with a camera and, you know, people are like, you know, whatever, uh, like uh, price shoppers just going around kicking tires and like, all right, are, do you have a decent camera? Like I've had zero couples ask me what camera I use in the past, like two years, five years ago, that was a common question was like, what camera do you use? Okay, cool. It's a DSLR. That's you, great. Did it not ask you to ask that question? Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those like top, top 10 questions to ask your photographers. And I feel right, like, yeah. yes, like you said, that has shifted. Yeah. 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 And, and now some of those top 10 questions to ask your photographers are like, do you help with the timeline? And, you know, are you there? How, how many hours are you there? And like, do you get these moments and, and all that kind of stuff and more or less of the, you know, do you have a good camera? Can you take photos at night? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, we'll we'll hire you. You're you're the cheapest option. Uh, <laughs> so, and I and I think that there's been a, a bigger shift, not in all for all couples, but a lot of couples, um, especially in like the the mid to to upper range of uh, of like the the priced packages, um, and and those photographers, not like the. The, the lower kind of beginner uh, area, but, but those couples tend to be more interested in the experience mm-hmm. and they will, they'll pay for the experience because that's what they want. They want someone who is experienced in wedding photography and not like, Oh yeah, that'll be my third wedding. It's going to be great. Um, but like, you know what you're doing, you've been around and you're also going to give them a great experience um, and yeah, I, I, I think that's, uh, I I'm very excited to see that shift. Um, and, and I love that that's what y'all are, are wanting with this too, is not only to kind of change the way that photographers are coming to wedding photography, but also how the couples are going to view wedding photography, uh, as well. So yeah, very, very cool. Um, so I, I know we've kind of focused a lot on client experience um, and all that. Why, 
we kind of kind of answered this question in a couple different ways, but um, but why is client experience important for us to care to care about as wedding photographers, as portrait photographers? Um, you know, why should we care care about what their experience is? We're kind of documenting a really really important part of their life besides like the birth of a child. A, the wedding day is the most important day of somebody's life. And if we put that shoe on, um, those of us who are married, like we, we know what that feels like and what that means five years, um, decades down the road. And to have that type of experience that leaves you not only with amazing photos, but amazing memories, it just, Mm -hmm. it adds to that day, that the importance of that day, and not just for you, but for following generations. And then as a photographer, why it matters is because we want our businesses to be sustainable. We can't just have, you know, we're going to burn out easily if we just care so much about the technical and the photography stuff. And we don't love on our clients and really connect with them and enjoy that aspect of our job that we are we're kind of serving people and making their, their day, their life a a little bit better. Um, that's kind of big. Like that's a huge thing. Like I, I can't, I can't think of a, I can think of a few other jobs that, you know, have that same type of feeling, but to be able to incorporate creative plus that aspect, it's like full circle. So it's very, it's very important. It's sustainable too, because your couples are going to keep referring you. You're going to keep getting jobs. And then, you know, you just, you feel like you're always going to have, um, a niche within your market. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And like you were saying with referrals, I recently, like two weeks ago, I shot a wedding, um, for, uh, like the, let's see the bride, bride's brother. I'd shot his wedding, um, seven years ago, their photos were not great. Um, seven year ago, me 2014, uh, John was not a great photographer. Like they were fine, but they had the best client experience. Like they raved about how great it was to work with me. I also didn't really know what I was doing, but I wanted them to have a great day. And that was like, my main goal was like photograph things. Well, uh, not blurry, uh, somewhat composed well, and uh, wanted them to have a great experience. And then seven years later, they were like, oh, hey, you should you should see if John still does weddings in the Austin area. Uh, and it was great because um, even though like if they're going to compare wedding photos, uh, this couple from a couple weeks ago is going to have much better quality photos. But the moments and the experience um, I hope, uh, we're very similar in that way. Um, so I love that. I think that is something that all of us, no matter what, uh, I kind of like how I mentioned earlier, like, even if you're, um, doing like portraiture or product photography or landscape and you're, you know, going out and taking like real estate photos, like pay attention to that client experience, whoever your client may be. Um, and just just elevate it. Um, so, okay. Awesome. I have, I have loved this conversation, um, with you guys. This has been a blast before, before we kind of wrap 
everything up. Uh, there's a little part of the show that um, like to kind of talk about what we're loving this week. So it could be movie, show, podcast, a book, uh, could be a new food or whatever. Um, what are y'all loving? Darian, oh, man. you go first this time. Sure, I'll go first. I'm put um, you on the spot. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff I've been loving lately, uh, but one of the first things that comes to mind is uh, I don't know if you've ever, you guys have ever heard of these before, but I uh, recently got a motorized skateboard, motorized longboard, and yeah. um, I've been using this thing to like get around town and you know run to the grocery store or go to like a, a, a dentist appointment, and it's just like whoa, I'm like it's so much. Fun. I, I used to ride skateboard when I was in high school, and um, hadn't for like longest time because i got a bad injury and then go figure putting a motor a motor on one's like that's a great idea right <laughs> but aside from that um you know it's been nice to get a little bit more active outside enjoying the sun and um mm-hmm. i also save about four dollars per day when i don't drive my car so um nice. that has been a nice little thing to do yeah and it's fun and different and like slightly nostalgic because you used to skateboard yeah. Uh, like I, I have a friend here in town, also a photographer and he longboards all over the place. Um, and yeah, we're in Texas where it, it takes a bit to get places, but he's still just like longboards and I'm like, man, I want to, want to do that. Um, but I also skateboarded as a kid and I would get so tired cause there's just like constant pushing <laughs> off. Um, so yeah. a motorized longboard sounds amazing. <laughs> That's the nice thing. It just, yeah pushes for you and good thing it it, it also has brakes too so okay yeah i was i was gonna ask if it's just like you just run off into the grass or whatever to stop it um (laughs) awesome okay cool is there like a certain brand or something i guess there's probably multiple brands of motorized longboards yeah there's a there's a bunch the it's funny because none of the ones that um, I, I've looked up where any of like the brands that I, I knew from like old back in the day, mm-hmm. um, skateboarding, but the one I have is a called backfire. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard that maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I've probably just heard it somewhere, but, um, okay. Awesome. Cool. Um, Tanya, what are you loving this week? Uh, we're in the middle of sleep training my daughter. So we are enjoying having a little bit more sleep and our evenings back. Um, so catching up on watching the office probably for the third or fourth time around, um, making cocktails in the evening and having dinner (laughs) and not getting interrupted. Uh, that's been kind of the thing that me and my husband have been enjoying that we yes. haven't had for like like 10 months so yeah I, w- I was gonna ask how old about 10 months yeah she's 10 months old mm-hmm. okay no oh, okay cool yeah I also have a 10 month old daughter um yeah. so yeah we're yeah. we're probably uh very similar like we just moved we just moved to a new place this is my very messy office with boxes and things um but I keep uh, to ask you about the poster in the back because it's really cool the camera yeah um world market awesome. uh, yeah they had like a bunch of old like vintage style i have another one that's just like a bunch of different kinds of pasta um 
since I'm uh, Italian heritage, I guess. Uh, but and I also love pasta. But um, but yeah, yeah, uh, world market, I believe. Um, but yeah, man, the sleep training, it's it's difficult. But like whenever you start getting that schedule down, it's like we like have hours of uninterrupted time. This is great. Um, yeah. Awesome. Do you and have I just the one? Yeah, we just have the one that we, okay, cool. we, um, yeah, I think we're one and done. <laughs> <laughs> I say that now we'll see what happens, but, yeah. uh, that's, you know, we, we catch up on doing our, probably like our work and our editing and all the business stuff in the evenings, mm. which is pretty, pretty nice now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who, I know this is like a, you know, who's your favorite child, which I guess right now would be an easy question for you, but, um, who's your favorite (laughs) uh who's who's your favorite character on the office or maybe who do you most identify with on the office pam like for sure like yeah but sometimes i i see the michael scott in me and i'm just like oh (laughs) lord like it's good therapy to be like that's how i make a note my husband be like yeah don't do that Uh uh-huh yeah okay awesome Awesome. Okay, cool. I always loved Creed. Um, Creed's so good. Also, I before this job, uh, my old nine to five job, I was in uh, quality, uh, and you know we find out that Creed is actually in you know quality or whatever he called it. Wow, something. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's. I was like, okay, cool. Like Creed and I are even closer now. Um, Awesome. Okay, Uh, Stephen, what are you loving this week? Yeah, this yeah. There's a few things I'm loving, but I think overall you can do I'm more than one. That is cool. Transition thing. So like, my wife and I were in a period of dreaming, and so uh, we have a baby on the way, our first baby. So we're hey. really excited. Congratulations. This, thank you. Yeah. So this past couple of weeks has just been like, well, life's gonna change. What's that gonna look like? What do we want our lives to look like? And how do we like get there? Um, mm-hmm. I have like family that's uh, not in the States. So we were trying to plan out, like, what's it look like to have, you know, have time abroad in Taiwan and then, or have them come here, just all the things. And then just, yeah, we were like, we should plan some baby moon travel things like before, you know, the baby's here. And so hundred percent, Tanya and I on. are like, yes, travel <laughs> before the baby gets here. <laughs> that and a few renovations and we were like, we want to renovate our attic and then basement but I was like, that's not happening before. But I was like, one room, one room. Yeah. We can get that done. Yeah. But yeah, just streaming away. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. That's exciting. It's um parenting is fun, is definitely hard. Uh it sounds so convincing. Yeah, no, but it <laughs> is, is it fun. is it is so worth it. Um, like my our oldest is six and a half. He starts uh first grade tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um my which gosh. is which is crazy uh and exciting because I feel like it wasn't that long ago that he was like our only and he was 10 months old. And we were like, you know, uh, now we have three and it's a lot more, um, but it is, it is a lot so more fun. fun. And it's really cool. Like seeing them interact with each other, um, and like care yeah. for each other. Um, okay. Awesome. Um, okay. I, I'm also going to share what I'm loving, um, which y'all sort of all like, a little bit more heartfelt than mine. Uh, I, uh, mine is definitely nostalgic. Um, I, so on, on the flight back from New York this weekend, um, 
they have screens, which is amazing in flights these days. And I watched a show, I guess, a documentary called The Orange Years. And it is about Nickelodeon and like the, the start and the rise and like how Nickelodeon just like took over children's television and really was the first children's um, network network for kids um, and kind of like by kids because uh, they like actually went to schools and then talked to kids about what they wanted instead of just like old dudes being like here sock puppets and things and uh and yeah and like how slime came into it and like there's so much and if you loved shows like rugrats and doug and like ah real monsters and all that and those things that are like are my childhood i was just like the whole time just like oh man i remember that oh yeah that's so good and i always wanted to go to like the nick studios in orlando and and do all that, which is not a thing anymore. Um, but if Nickelodeon was any part of your childhood, you would probably really enjoy the documentary. Um, and there, there was a lot of stuff that I had no idea about. And they go like do interviews with like, uh, you know, Kenan Thompson and uh, with a bunch of other uh, Melissa Joan Hart and other Nickelodeon stars from back in the day. Uh, like this is this is pretty cool. Um, so I enjoyed that. It was it was yeah. fun. What's it called again? Orange. The Orange Years, and you oh. can watch it on Hulu. Um, okay, cool. And then I think theorangeyears.com or something like that. I don't know if you just Google the Orange Years documentary. I'm sure uh, there's other places if you don't have Hulu. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, thank y'all so much for being on the show. I really, I really enjoyed this. I'm really excited about um, the Elevate Awards. Where can people find y'all? Where can they follow y'all individually? And then also, um, you know, the Elevate Awards and where, where can they uh, join membership and all those things? Yeah. So um, if you guys want to join on our membership site, we'd love to have you there. Elevate Photo, Elevate Photo Awards.com is the URL. Um, you can sign up for a free membership or paid membership. If you sign up for a free membership, we do have, uh, we are giving out uh, your first entry for free, um, which the first collection does close at the end of September. So I uh, would love to have you guys all join in on that. And um, our Facebook group as well. This is kind of where our community happens. It's where we are sharing our live content, education and stuff like that. Uh, you can go to elevatephotoawards.com backslash group, and it'll take you to that Facebook group. We'd love to see you guys there. Sweet. Okay. Darian, where can they follow you individually, your business and everything? Yeah. Um, darianchu.com is my main website. If you want to check out my, my wedding, my wedding work. Um, I also, uh, I'm on Instagram at darianchuphotography. Um, yeah. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Tanya, I like how you just like changed your name on the Zoom too. You're like, Eric, anyone who's watching live right now, <laughs> that's brilliant. You can follow me right here. 
uh, which we do. Uh, we have a couple of people. Belinda was was chiming in earlier about Ohio. She's up there in Kentucky, I believe. Um, and Dave Moss is just Not like Ohio, but just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but she loves Ohio. Um, oh, I love Kentucky. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, for those who are uh, listening, uh, Tanya, where can they find you and follow your your work individually? Uh, yeah, so I, I posted it here if you guys want to take a screenshot um, at Parada Studio or ParadaStudio.com. And yeah, um, follow me there. Sweet. <laughs> We're in the awesome. elevator group. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, Stephen, how about you? Yeah, I'm at uh, lightandlow.com. Low as in just my last name, L-O, short and sweet. Um, and at, on Instagram as well, at, also at lightandlow. Awesome. Nice. I like it. Awesome. Well, thank y'all again. I have really enjoyed getting to talk with y'all. This was fun with like multiple people here. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited for, um, elevate awards and y'all's Facebook group and all the education y'all are doing over there as well. Uh, for anyone listening right now, for sure, go join. I am over there. I am loving, uh, the lives that y'all are doing, um, and having other people come in too. Uh, so yeah, well, thank y'all again. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks. thanks for having Thank us. you, John. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks for your awesome energy, yeah. John. Yeah. Very, hey. very you do cool. you do awesome at your podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's that's good to know because I definitely, you know, have imposter syndrome here and there. Uh but um, yes. <laughs> This episode was so good. I loved getting to talk to Tanya, Darian, and Steven about creating a unique and memorable client experience and hearing all about the Elevate Photo Awards. So for sure, go check them out. Join, um, submit for an award too. I need to submit something uh, pretty soon. Uh, As always, you can find all of the things in today's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 78. This podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can join us and ask your questions and be part of the conversation. Um, If you would like to join us live for the next podcast recording, you can just search for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast Group on Facebook. It's pretty simple. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships, which means that we get a few dollars when you go check them out. It's a great way to receive a really good deal from our sponsors and you get to support podcast. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Elevate Photo Awards is at Elevate Photo Awards. Stephen Lowe is at Light and Low. Tanya Parada is at Parada Studio. Darian Chu is at Darian Chu Photography. And of course, you can find me at All Heart Photo. If you enjoyed today's episode, screenshot it, share it in your stories. I would love to connect with you until next week. I will see you in the Facebook group. Bye-bye.